0: Live, live and around the, world. around the world from Cabana One, the only podcast that's all ball bearings, your ultimate source for everything Fletch. Moon River. Whew. Thank you, Doc. You ever serve time? Laker Jim and his beat reporters will stop at nothing to make sure Fletch lives forever. 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 I don't shower much. Oh. This is FletchCast.
1: Thank you, Sammy, and welcome, everybody, to a very special, impromptu, breaking news edition of FletchCast. I'm your host, Laker Jim. Along with me tonight is Jake. Bob, unfortunately, is off on assignment in the Himalayas, so he can't be with us tonight. But Jake and I wanted to jump on here and share something that Greg Matola told us that is a exclusive news item in the world of Fletch you guys are going to hear it first.
2: I couldn't wait. Well, this is a question that all of us have really been asking for months and months after the completion of the Fletch film is, Confess Fletch is what we're talking about, the new Fletch film. And the big question we had was where it was going to be released, whether it was going to be in the theaters or streaming, and when it was going to be released. Well, at least we have one of the answers to those questions today. And it's pretty exciting. We
1: can finally put the speculation to bed as to what platform we're going to be able to see Confess Fletch on in this edition of the Jane Doe Report.
2: The Jane Doe Report.
1: I'm turning the story over to a professional reporter.
2: So you're exactly right. We reached out to him and he and we always preface this by saying he's been wonderful to us. So he reached out to us earlier in the week because I asked him just for an update on what's going on. And he said that the movie has been sold. Right. Which is great news. He says, I'm not at liberty to say where yet. Very well. I'll just have my people
0: contact each other then
2: to keep them busy. But this is the big news. It is a streaming network. Yes. Finally, an answer to this burning question. Yes. And he also says he's very happy with the situation. I think bodes well for Fletch and maybe even the future of Fletch. And he also let us know that he was sort
1: of leaning towards this the entire time of selling it to a streaming service. And he felt like that's where Fletch would be best. And we actually discussed this as well. And we felt like Fletch uh, was best on a streaming service as well.
2: I think so, because at When we look at it in this way, costs are definitely down as far as trying to promote a movie, uh, putting a movie into movie theaters. And I think going this direction, I'm very excited about because I really think it gives us the best opportunity to see more Fletch movies.
1: Now the only question, are we going to be asking our girls, want to confess Fletch and chill?
2: (laughs) Yes, so that we don't know. He was not at liberty to say right now. So (laughs) I guess we can only speculate. but. We'll see. Yeah, pulling a Becky Culpepper. (coughs) Who's your client?
0: I'm not at liberty to say.
1: (laughs) Looking at the top streaming services, you know, if he's very, very happy with who they sold it to, you know, it has to be one of the top services, Mm -hmm. I would imagine, which Mm -hmm. would be Netflix would be the number one and Amazon Prime would be number two, which I, I was actually surprised to see because Amazon Prime doesn't get a lot of play, so to speak. But Jake, you had mentioned that It has a lot of book series, so it kind of like fits in with some of their programming.
2: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Because look at the recent Reacher series, which was incredibly popular. They have the Bosch series that just ended uh, after seven seasons. And now it's coming back in another form on their IMDb freebie version. Um, The Jack Ryan series with John Krasinski Uh, That's been on three or four years. So I think it would make sense for them to use it to go that way to Amazon Prime. But who knows? Yeah. But either way, I'm very excited. He didn't divulge when it would be released, but I would assume it would be sometime this year.
1: And I think the only other possible option might be Apple TV as well. Right. So outside of those three, I I would be totally shocked. Uh, Hulu as well. I guess Hulu, but they're not really... Are they more television than movies? It seems like,
2: I think you're right. I don't think they go the movie direction. Yeah. Uh, as much more as the series. series. The series. I think one of the most popular recent series was Only Murders in the Building. Right. With Steve Martin and Martin Short, uh, Selena Gomez, which is coming back for another season, I think this summer. So I guess it can't be ruled out. But as far as eyeballs, I would really prefer either Netflix or Amazon Prime, just right. for the amount of people that can be exposed to it. Right. HBO is not something that buys movies, right? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I'm not sure because it seems like you're right. It's either in one of two camps when it comes to HBO, either it's a theater release that has come over, or it's something that they have done themselves as far as an HBO max production. Uh, But I, I agree with that Apple plus speculation because ham had that commercial not too long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, with Apple TV. So, you know, maybe that's maybe that's another possibility.
0: Hey, Apple. Did I do something to offend you? I mean Samuel L. Jackson, Billy Eilish, I'm Holland, Chris Evans? <laughs> what about John Hamm?
1: Hey, who knows? That could have been a clue. But the one thing we were discussing is with the streaming services, they want to continue to put out content. Mm-hmm. If it was in the theaters, they're not necessarily as You're quick to put out another movie. You know what I mean? They wait to see how it did. They wait to see whatever. Whereas on the streaming services, I feel like while you're watching the series or movie, they're working on the next one.
2: Well, perfect example. Yeah, like Cobra Kai. It seems like we have a new season every year. Yeah. Yeah, roughly about every fall or winter, we have another season. Just like, you know, regular television series. And if you think about it, it's a 90-minute movie. So I can't imagine them... Exactly right. I mean, look how long just between Fletch and Fletch lives. What was it? Four years? Yeah. So it would be a lot shorter time frame. hopefully, between Confess Fletch and which I'm hoping the next movie will be, will be Fletch's Fortune. And I think by
1: going the way of the streaming network lends itself to more exposure to the film, you know, to the people that might be on the fence, might just come across it, might hear it be a word of mouth. And they give it a chance because they already have the network. hmm you know the movie theaters are coming back, but you don't have to spend any extra money if you already subscribe to wherever it lands. And I'm not worried about the diehard fans because if it's on Paramount or something that I don't belong to, I'm gonna join. It's the people that can help spread the word that are the that are the '80s Flesh fans to be like, "Hey, this new Flesh is pretty good." And I think it takes the pressure off the movie to financially hit a certain point to bring mm-hmm. on a sequel.
2: Yeah. And John Hamm, I think is fine with that. In fact, you and I just listened to a recent podcast interview with Ham, and he kind of talked about how they shot the movie and there was speculation where it was going to go.
1: That's right. Brian Baumgartner, who plays Kevin on the office has a podcast called off the beat and he had John Hamm on. So let's take a listen to the Fletch portion of that interview. And at the very end, you're going to hear something that kind of led us to believe that we were going in this direction. Confess, Fletch, coming up, bringing
0: back Chevy Chase, uh, Fletch from the 80s. Was that scary to you? Or are you just excited? For sure. Are you a big fan of it? Yes, huge, huge, seminal motion picture for me. (laughs) Me too, yeah. And Chevy's performance and Chevy's career. He was so specific in his comedy and is, remains, and I think is so particularly good in that film so yes it was terrifying to actually say okay we're gonna do it but not like he did it i'm not gonna like do a chevy chase impression because we already have that version it's like doing a cover version of a song like if you're gonna cover the beatles you better do it differently than the beatles otherwise it's just gonna pale in comparison so do it differently and so that's what we set out to do and we did It's much more akin to the books, which I was a big fan of. Like, I saw the film in 1985 when I was 14 years old. I thought it was the funniest thing I ever saw. And then I realized, oh my God, there's 10 more books. Like, I'm so excited. I get to read all these books. And he goes to Rio and he does this thing and he does, he gets in so many more capers. It's so fun. And I was like, oh man, like, I hope they make all these movies. We, decided that we were like, okay, look, we're going to do this, but we're going to do it our way. We're going to make it l- a lot more like the books. And if people like it, we understand that there's a whole two generations of, of people that probably they can rediscover it if they want. And we made a really funny detective movie that obviously shares the same character name and, and the same original source material to the film, but very little else with it. But we're hoping that it's um, fun and funny and we got to make it. I mean we got to make the movie we wanted to make. And Greg Matola, who I've worked with on several projects, I just love his sensibility and his the way he works and he co-wrote the script and I was just like I want to make 10 more of these. So if you want to keep doing them, you'll be in the next one if you want, Brian. It's like it's like yeah, uh, that's you know, awesome. like we just get to play in our our fun little sandbox and hopefully they'll let us do more. Oh, I am so excited to see it for
1: sure i was a big fan and obviously you know i'm a big fan of yours so i can't wait to see your take
0: on it
2: when is it when when is it out there
0: we don't know uh we're it's it's an independent film believe it or not like we made it like an indie and you know we have to find distribution and all that stuff which we're on track to do but we just haven't done it yet so we'll see we'll see that the good news is there's an awful lot of uh places that, that distribute movies now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Top Gun. Um, yeah. Well, Top Gun, however, it will be in theaters. <laughs> I think
2: that'll be everywhere.
1: Yeah. After, after we heard this interview, we all said to ourselves, like it's going streaming. We were pretty, we were pretty sure on that. He mentioned Top Gun. I think the delay in Fletch is because Top Gun, it was just first in the queue and they had to get Top Gun out first and then Fletch would follow. Uh, but I think, but I think this is where we want to be. You know, for more movies to get made, I think this is where we want to be. Yeah. And Jake, you mentioned before your 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 dream trilogy would be what?
2: Yeah, my dream trilogy would be Confess, Fletch, Fletch's Fortune, and Fletch and the Man Who. But and what's good is I think they're really gung ho about doing the books that we aren't going to see original scripts that these are going to be based on the books. Just like some of the other series that we talked about, like Bosch and and, um, and the Reacher series. Who knows? Maybe
1: if Fletch can really find a home on one of these services, then that's when the extended universe becomes maybe a little more attractive, and they go after a property like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Flynn. Flynn. Yes. Maybe that's where we see Flynn pop up in a series of his own, or a future movie, or a movie of his own. And they can really get behind the whole world of Fletch and build it into some... Something great if
2: Fletch's popularity really explodes. That's a great point. I, I never even, that never even really came to my mind, but that's a great point. That if it is, become, becomes popular, we could see like a whole, you know, Fletch universe. Granted, yeah. it's not as big as a uh, the mythology of like Star Wars or Star Trek or even something like Jack Ryan or something like that. But it would be cool maybe that we live in a world where we do have Fletch movies and we do have Flynn movies. Right. That would be great. Right. And if
1: Netflix or Apple TV or wherever we land, you know, that would make sense, almost like Disney Plus does with the Star Wars series. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can have the Star Wars movies, but then you have the Boba Fett spinoff. You have the Kenobi spinoff. You you know, maybe you can have a six episode Flynn series that spins off of Fletch that maybe John Hamm stars in. You know what I mean? And, and that mm-hmm. crosses him over. You know, obviously we know Flynn doesn't appear in the, the books, but maybe they can tie them back together.
2: Hey, they can always work something. And, you know, Fletch is mentioned in the first Flynn book, so uh, by name, but that can easily be a cameo as well.
1: And I think that spices it up a little bit because people that know the story, um, they're on their toes a little bit. You know, if you were to throw Flynn into a different book, you know, it'd be like, oh, here's the, here's the story of this book. But Flynn is in it as well. So it adds a different spin to it. So you don't really know what to expect.
2: And a lot of those TV shows kind of play with that too. That, oh, this character appeared in in this, like say they were doing like a season arc of one book and that character isn't in that particular book. It's in maybe a future book. But yeah, they ended up putting them in that first series. So yeah, there's all types of things they can play with.
1: Yeah, Favreau has done an amazing job. Dave Filoni as well. Just tying the fabric of star wars together through Mm -hmm. you know once they've taken over through their their mini series uh, really have done a great job tying everything together so we would love to have that happen
2: with Fletch. so hopefully here in the next couple of months we'll have some artwork which i definitely have heard that the artwork is we should have that sooner rather than later so maybe a movie poster of some type or something along those lines and then hopefully a trailer yeah that'll be exciting so even though we're on a little break, and and
1: like we've teased in the past, we do have a bonus episode coming up soon. So look for that. As well, <laughs> it's uh, coming, it's coming. But as Fletch news breaks, you can always count on FletchCast to be your number one source of Fletch information. Period. We'll always jump on here to give you our take, and we want to hear from you as well. Special thanks to Greg Matola for trusting us with this information and allowing us to deliver to you guys first. So thank you, Greg, for that. It was a great, great privilege.
2: Greg Matola knows that we are super fans, that we are probably, you know, the number one fans in the world. So again, gracious enough to let us break the news. So all the thanks goes to him.
1: You know, and something tells me we're going to be on here again, breaking something else before the start of FletchCast season three.
2: Yeah, it's super exciting time to be a Fletch fan.
1: For Jake and Bob somewhere out there, I'm Laker Jim. Hey, Jake, what do you say we catch the last 10 minutes of The New Dynasty on Netflix? (laughs) See ya.
2: See ya.